This week on Mainly Games Off the Shelf, we are going to talk about Blockbuster, a party game, Sonora, a flick and write. Then off the press, we're going to talk about Lost Ruins of Arnak, Expedition Leaders. And also, we are going to review the one game we have fought playing forever, but finally gave in to see how good it is and if the hype really lives up. And yes, we are talking about Wingspan. So let's get started. Post-editing Joey here, I noticed when I took the audio file into the computer that there was a bit of a wobble that happened on Alex's microphone. I took out as much as I could, but you're going to hear the wobble, so try not to be consumed by it. It's going to weeble, it's going to wobble, but it's not going to fall down. But we're going to bring you this episode anyway of Mainly Games. Welcome to Mainly Games. I'm Joey. And I'm Alex. And we're back. This time we have several games to talk about. We do indeed. We do. However, we don't have a lot of movies. We haven't no. watched many movies We've lately. We've not been at home much to watch many movies. No, which is good and bad. Yes, yes good yes. and bad. So we are getting a lot of games done. We are being good. Yes, gameplay is up. Movie watching is down. Although we are watching mm-hmm. Lost in Space. Yes, which I know is on its third season now. And we're, we're only watching the first season. So yes, I know we are behind the times. But that's okay. But it's actually yeah. over. So yes, it's, yes. that's nice. We can watch it to the completion. Yes. Except it's not like one of those supernatural. I know, I know that just ended, but that's like, I think it's like 116 seasons. I oh, think it's it, ridiculous. I think it began when Moses was on there. <laughs> I think it was. He, it was. That's a long one. Like, if you yeah. want to watch all of the supernatural, settle in. That is your TV watching, movie watching for a good couple of years, right? Yeah, which there. is good. Yeah. Which is good. Mm-hmm. Next pandemic. Hopefully there will never be another one. <laughs> never be another pandemic. <laughs> no more lockdowns. Yeah, no. But now, good. yeah. Yes. Now, okay. So, so mm-hmm. we like to talk about. Oh, welcome everybody for you. That yeah, <laughs> we, hi. We kind of jumped right into it. We did. We were ready to go. And we do have a lot of games to talk about, which and, is a good thing because this is a board game podcast. Yes, so it makes sense, right? And some movie news. Uh huh. Did you see? I shared. This, I put this on Facebook. Okay. And did you see that Iron Man? Maybe played by Tom Cruise. I in saw Dr. that, too. and I don't know if that's just a thing or if, I don't know whether it's kind of like you know how. Um, I hope I'm not ruining anything for anyone. But yeah, you know how let's the, not mention Spider Man. I was gonna say okay, just right. in case. I was gonna say something, and then I was like, oh, I better stop because I guess it is still kind of new. That's what I was thinking too. But then I looked it up, but and I it's don't know. On it was a lot like of that. places, but also mm. they said that DiCaprio could possibly be playing Spider-Man oh in the goodness. new Doctor Strange. And that right there, I'm sorry, guys, I would be out. Yeah. I mean, DiCaprio, Tobey Maguire, you're saying is too old. Bring DiCaprio in as yeah. Spider-Man. I just Isn't don't see like it. like 90? Yeah, not really. No. No, but it's like, <laughs> I, I got the from like timesofindia.com. Literally, it's timesofindia.com is breaking that story. DiCaprio oh, is Spider-Man. I hope not. So I'm not putting no. a lot of faith I'm into that. going with the Marvel thing, I'm confused. I heard that some of the series that were coming to Disney Plus were canceled. Right. And then this week I saw photos or video, like secret video of these series being filmed right now. So I'm confused about what Marvel's doing. They've been really hush about it. It was um like secret identity or secret agent or whatever. The secret, secret war. Secret war. Yes. There we go. I, I don't know what to believe. I heard that was canceled and now I don't know. I don't think they're going to be canceled, but more rearranged. Maybe. I think yeah. they really shift things depending on where they see the public going to. 
Maybe that's, that's what, what I I'm, think ho- is I'm hoping that, that is. And, and, and like, I know there was some delays there with everything going on. As right. Delays in the world of everything. So I don't know. But the, I was sad to hear that What If was going to be like canceled slash postponed for a little while. Yeah, that surprised me because that, that was a great series. I really, Juliet really likes that series. She would watch that over and over again. So I'm hoping that, you know, that one isn't. No, you know, going the way it said it was. I convinced a lot of my friends mm. that are adults that don't watch cartoons yes. to say, hey, watch this. Yeah. Because like Spider-Verse got me into watching cartoons. Mm-hmm. Do you know that the second one's coming out this year? The Spider-Verse? Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And they also said that um, Tobey Maguire may be his next Spider-Man may yep. be just animated. But anyway, really? What If is really good. And I think a lot of the Doctor Strange stuff is going to take after that. Maybe. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Now, I did see this. Uh-huh. Chris Evans and Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Are going to be Evans? in Chris Evans is uh, Captain America. Okay, so apparently he's like really in demand now because he did great in Knives Out. Yes, which, which is a great movie. Which Sequel is coming out too. Yep, he's not the he's on the next one, but no. Batista is really. But now Chris Evans and The Rock mm-hmm. are in a movie called Red One for I think Amazon or Netflix. I okay. can't remember which one. So I'm not sure if Red One. I'm wondering if it's like a Red Notice, because I like The Rock and Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. in Red Notice. But maybe the Red one is totally different. Yes. Is that the one with Wonder Woman too? Yes. I really like that one. I was going to say her name, but I don't really know how to pronounce her Me last neither. name. Me neither. She's always Gal Wonder Gadot, Woman. Gadot, Gadot, whatever. I don't know. She's I don't fantastic. Know. I love her. Yes. She's in a new movie on Amazon, like something about the Nile or something. It's coming up soon. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know if it's a miniseries or a movie or what it is, but I really want to watch it. It looks good. And we've missed a lot of Benedict Cumberbatch. I know. Movies. Yeah, we were on something the other day and it popped up and we're like, where have we been? He's been like, like a spy a, one. Yeah, right? like a lot of streaming stuff, yeah. which is crazy. Wow. So he's a busy bee. Now, speaking of The uh-huh. Rock, uh-huh. I did not know this. I saw a little headline come across that he was dethroned and is no longer the highest paid celebrity on Instagram. Oh. Did not know that was a thing. So after hearing he was like dethroned by some a soccer player, Cristiano Ronaldo or whatever, which makes sense. Soccer is like biggest thing on the planet. But I did not know this, that Instagram, I always thought of Instagram as Kardashians, things like that. Yeah. But The Rock, they said, was getting like a million dollars a post. What? For anything he posts. On Instagram? On Instagram. Wow. We are not doing Instagram right, honey. No, apparently not. Wow. That's like, I mean, first of all, a million dollars a post. That's, wow. it's crazy. So I saw that mm. and I mean, and Elon Musk over there, Twitch crazy stuff for free. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And he needs He's also money. doing it wrong too. He is. He yeah. is. He's doing everything wrong. He you is. know, he's just, yes. he needs to, he needs to get a job. He, he does. He needs to scrap his current plan and start again. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, don't kidding. Do no. Don't do that. No. Oh, okay. so this also, mm-hmm. Paul Blart 3, Mall Cop 3. What do you think about that? Did you ever see the first one no. or two? No. No? You never no. saw Mall Cop? No. Oh. It is probably one of the best movies in history. Really? No. But it's actually... <laughs> I'm like, that's a big actually, thing to say of all, like, all the movies. It's Kevin James. Okay. It is what it is. He used to creep me out. It wasn't until recently when we watched that show about him racing, and we watched something else he did recently that I never really was like a huge... You were creeped out by Kevin yeah, James? Yeah, I don't know. He just... I don't know. It creeped me out a bit. I yeah. mean, he just seemed like your neighbor. I mean, I he's know. just... I don't I, know. I found him... I don't know. So I never really watched anything of his until I think you were like... We've watched a few things together. We watched his... Yeah. He made these YouTube videos. They were amazing. Yes. yes. I think that's what shifted me because I was kind of like, oh, he kind of... Maybe I thought he was just too... I don't know. I don't yeah, because yeah. if you yeah. haven't seen 
seen them. Um, Kevin James did these little the little video shorts on YouTube during the pandemic, yep. and a lot of them are just him. Yes, but they're so funny and so creative. And yes. one of them he plays like a boom mic operator in all these movies. Yeah, and it's just kind of like how the people behind the scenes are feeling. It just they look they're really good. I like the ones where he was um, what is it? He was cooking that stuff, but it was supposed to be like this serious chef making. Oh yeah, I don't know what that is called, but you'd need to find it. It's his it his were funny. incredible. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good thing to do during the pandemic. When what else do you do during the pandemic? Right, then, right. you know. And um, one thing we haven't watched uh-huh. is Book of Boba Fett. No, I haven't watched that. Is that over yet? No, we started it, but then my wife asked, "Why is?" <laughs> she says. Why is Boba Fett in that? Why is he? Why is he in that monster? And I'm like, well, this is. Oof. Yeah. So we went back and watched Return of the Jedi because we had to. You yes. can't start Boba Fett. And then we thought we'll bank a couple and watch them. And I was about to watch Boba Fett uh-huh. until I saw a friend and put on Facebook and just roasted the final, like the last episode. So I really? thought, well, let me go ahead and wait one more to see if it gets better. Now it was one of those that I mean, very. He's like a very Star Wars involved person, so I probably wouldn't notice this, but I did wait. And I like to bank him anyway. I'd rather watch three or four at a time. I am excited because I did hear one in the Star Wars world, one of the shows coming out is with a girl that I like from Longmire. I know that's not where she got her start from, but that is how I yes. know her. She's also, she was from Battlestar Galactica. She, that's, a, yeah. that's how everyone knows her. I Katie is, I believe, her name. Katie Sackhoff? Yes, I yeah. love her. I heard she's starting to film something for this Star Wars universe Disney Plus thing. I like her. And well, I do like her. She was in The Mandalorian. Right, that's, mm-hmm. that's what I was going to say. She was so, in Mandalorian. So I was wondering if she was in Boba Fett. Like, we haven't seen it, so I wouldn't know. She, but, she plays so. that tough girl really good. She does. She does a really good job. Yeah, I do yeah. like. I, like I her really, a lot. really like her. Um, so yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Now, besides that, we have picked up. We picked up a couple of books that we've we been did. reading recently. We You're reading, reading about. I'm reading a book about the lady who designed the creature of the Black Lagoon, like the actual monster itself the costume like the costume the costume yes i was reading about her it's very interesting you have a lot of creature books i do have a lot of creature books i felt when i saw this book i was like yes i do need one more creature book so this has been a really good book i'm a very slow reader but at the moment i'm halfway through this book so i'm cruising and i've only had it for two days so haha um but it's a yeah good book i really like it what book have you been reading okay well i picked up um as you wish yes which was by how was it carrie Elves or whatever. But the guy who who played the mask guy in Princess Bride. Yes. Um, Despero on Psych. Despero. Yeah, he's also Despero on Psych. And he's on X Files. But he talks about the Princess Bride going into it. Mm-hmm. They did not know what they had. Yeah. There, they didn't know. I mean, he won't even call it a classic now. But then he mentioned the fact that it's probably the most quoted movie out there. Yes, you read me that paragraph, and I was like, oh my goodness. And I wouldn't yes. have thought of that. But then he goes down it, yeah. and it's just like, I mean, things like anybody want a peanut. Mm-hmm. Inconceivable. You keep using that word, you know. And my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father, prepare to die. And all of these, it goes on. And, and of course, as you wish. Of course, yeah. It's so many of them. Yeah. And it's just, it's crazy. And it's one of those '80s movies that actually lives on because it doesn't have the poofy hair. No. They made sure it was timeless. I was going to say, they did a good job making sure it was timeless. There wasn't anything to really date it to the 80s. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, we yeah. tried to get our daughter to watch, our older, older daughter to watch um, X-Files. Yes. And she wouldn't because of the hairstyles. Yes. That's it. Yes. I'm like, just give it a chance. She yeah. wouldn't because the no. hairstyles. No. But um, it's very, very timeless. Princess Bride is. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, the this book I'm reading about, this lady called Maleficent Patrick, she also... Wait, was- 
Maleficent Patrick? Maleficent Patrick, yes. Like Maleficent, like the bad person. It's spelt differently, but yes. Um, wow. it, there's a reason why her name is that. I'm not going to go into it, but there is a reason. Um, it was not her born name. It was a name she, like her stage name. Anyway, yeah, it doesn't work. It's a whole thing. Anyway, yeah. but she was a Disney animator on Fantasia. That checks out. Fantasia. There we go. I was about to yeah. say it wrong. Uh, and it was very interesting talking about like Disney history in the middle of a Universal Monster book. Wait, so this girl was an animator as well as created the creature from Black Lagoon? Correct, yes. Super interesting. Yeah, anywho. So I don't have any art skills, and I think it's because they double and triple up on people like that. Yeah, right, 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 right. I I mean, just give me a portion. Yes, just give me something. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, that's why Telestrations. Telestrations, I'm fine. Yeah. But Pictionary, it's like, don't put me up there, guys. This is, oh, it's brutal. Yes, I'm a terrible artist, too. and But it's amazing, just this one lady had all this talent. That Now, speaking of Telestrations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We did just get that new expansion by the op. I'm excited. Yes. An 80s and 90s pack. I know. I do want to do a larger game night one night and actually, you know, bring that out and see how that goes. Yeah, that looks you, really good. That was out of stock for a long time. So we've been waiting for that. Now, for you that don't know, yeah. you know, Telestrations, we love Telestrations. When you get a big group, yeah. even 12, even it's one of the rare games that the bigger, the better. Yeah. If you have 12 people, Telestrations is fantastic. And if they are new to board games and don't, oh. you know, roll their eyes when you mention board games, this is a great starter gateway game for them. But the only downside is when it's a very simple word and it makes it all the way around. Yeah. Because you like it to change. Like if it's dog or something, yeah. it makes it all the way around. Yeah. But with 80s and 90s, I mean, you have things like slap bracelet and parachute pants and things like that, yep. that it's going to be harder for it to make it all the way around. And you love to see yes. that type of transition. We played it recently and the first word, and then it, I don't remember what it was, but by the end it was like nothing. Oh, it was crazy. It, yeah. And that's what makes it better. The crazier it gets, the better kind of right. thing. Not on purpose crazy. When people sabotage it, that's bad. Uh-uh. Yeah. Don't play with those people. But you know when, you know, it's a kind of... It's, you know, the flow of the game thing, that's fine. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I will mention one thing at the bookstore. We are at this. We like to go to the bookstore on Sanibel Island, which is right next to us. Which is where we found these two books we've been talking right. about. Right, yeah. So when we do mm-hmm. events out there, we always yep. swing by there. Beautiful bookstore. I mean, bookstores, no matter where we are, we go to a bookstore. There's just the smell and all that. But that being said, we walk in and I see there in the window, I see a board game. Yep. And I'm like, really? <laughs> so, and then I thought, well, it's a board game. Oh, well, then I saw, come on. So it's why, like, cool, man, you're not. So I go in, take a look at it, and it was Richard the Lionheart. Really? Which is like 2017 or something. Mm-hmm. And I looked it up, and I don't know, it was, like, it was going for like 60 bucks or something online. So I asked the lady, you know, how much? I was thinking about it. $3. Totally sealed. Wow. But, you know, it is faded because it had been sitting in their window yeah. for probably a couple years. In the Florida sun. So, you know. Yes. But yeah. I'm, I'm excited to play it. Me too. It looked really good. I'm glad. That was a winner. Yeah. yeah, and it's got it's got minis in it, of course. Of and course, Kaman's minis are great. Yes, but it's I mean decent reviews. I had not heard of this, mm. and I'm looking at the board now, and it looks very I don't know worker placement. I honestly am not going to look up anything about it until I play it. Yep, I just I'm excited be, to play that one. I, I want to play this, and I be love surprised. when you get those board games that are like a bargain bonus bargains. I do too. They always make it so much better. Even if it's a stinker of a game, it was like, yeah, but it was like three bucks. Who cares? And I'm always mixed in between like when you get a game, are you going to read up on reviews and all that stuff before or just jump into it? I know. Because I'm starting to just kind of, I want to go in with a 
empty mind, yep. which is extremely easy for me, <laughs> but, and then just embrace it for what it is. I realize we have this problem at Gen Con in particular. Yep. We would get, like, hear about games and be like, oh, that sounds good. And then, you know, the first couple of days, I'm thinking about Vagrant Song, by the way, that we heard, like, mixed yeah. things, so we hesitated. That was our downfall right there. So, yeah. Yep. And that's... um. Oh, so yes. before we go into what we're what we're talking about today, okay, uh, we do have Gamers of the Gulf Coast. The game day is coming on down it's here. It's coming up in like two weeks. Yes, maybe a week. So it's here in Fort Myers, Florida. It's going to be ten a.m. to midnight, mm-hmm. and it is free. There's going to be a kind of like a a flea market type yep. thing to sell your games, but we'll have. I mean, we'll have tables for 150 people. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great day. So make sure you come if by. If you want to play board games, this is the time to come it to is. Florida. And we're going to have sessions for D&D yep. going on in different rooms, too, for breakout if you want yep. to do some RPGs or if you just want to sit there and game. I like so we'll that. we'll be teaching or bring your own game. So make sure you come on that. Yep. And look up GamersLaGulfCoast.com. That's in a couple weeks. That is February 5th. It's a yes. Saturday. It's a Saturday. So make sure you come to that. Mm-hmm. But you had mentioned about, like, not learning about games which brings us perfectly into our first review okay and as you as you all know we do off the shelf and off the press yeah because we try to make sure we incorporate older games and newer games yes. because let's be honest games are games yep and we and there's some great games out there that are older there are some older games that are better than newer games that absolutely just forgotten yes about. Mm-hmm. this is one that i think is going to be i almost called it off the press but it's more off the shelf it's been around for a we little bit we weren't sure where to stick it did it but for us it's an off the press because we just played it like two days ago right but it's really an off the shelf because it's a couple of years old now and i will tell you it's one of those games that i had a negative mindset me for. too i did not want to like it nope because i the, walked past the booth for this game at gen con like a thousand times had zero interest in this and the hype was so high yeah. for this game uh-huh. and then one by one my friends would fall they never played it. Then they're like, oh, it was great. I'm yep. like, God, you fell for it. You did it. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to be last man standing. You're I'm like, I'm not, staying strong. I'm not going to do this. going to do this. Yes. And then finally, a guy in our main gaming group is like, look, I've got everything tricked out. Yeah. I've got all the expansions. Let's play it. And I'm like, oh. Fine. So, mm-hmm. of course, I'm talking about Wingspan. Yes. I just looked up. It's number 17 on BGG today. I know it's you know it's insane, and I have to Hooray. say, I really did not want to like it. Nope, we don't really. <sighs> I know we have a parrot, but I would not call us bird people. We don't no. go out and like watch the birds or take photographs of the birds at places. No, you know. That, no. So I think the theme got me here because I had no interest in the theme at all. Right, right. Yeah. But it's, and I think most people that play Wingspan probably aren't exactly no. bird watchers. No, but it was it was fantastic. I do like how I heard. So we were playing and they had a, some cards that show you how to play the first like couple of turns because right. they were saying that bird people, actual people that like birds, were buying this game and had never played a board game in their life so had no idea what to do. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, yes. If this is your first introduction to board games, then good for you. But this is this was a good one to get into, but it's, you know, you've got to know board games to get this game. And I kind of liked how it did that. It walked mm-hmm. you through the first round. It told you what you had to do yep. and why you were doing it. Yeah. So I did it, like that too. It told you the why. That was good too. It kind of got you going and everything like that, which was on, honestly a great way to do it. Yeah. To slowly tell you where to go, what to do. And after the first round, yep. everyone's on their own. Yeah. It's kind of a mechs versus minion style the way they did it as well. But that was just brilliant because by the time you get to that point, 
you are really just rolling. Yep, you're ready to go. And it's, you know, of course, publisher of Stonemeyer Games. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Hargrave did the artwork, um, except the birds. Those are pictures, and those are done by God. But um, <laughs> he didn't get credited, actually, in the book. But um, but now I, I was I was sitting here yes. and I said okay so they you know um, double up on birds and then Jacob's like no it's every single card is a different bird I'm like what so the whole like hour hour and a half we were playing this uh-huh. I was grabbing parts of the decks going seriously there are this many birds on the I planet? know I had no idea there were this many birds I, it was funny because when your turn would be over you would grab a stack of cards and go through it then shuffle it in yeah that was kind of funny to watch you do that I kept doing that and like <laughs> and then he's like oh there are new expansions coming out I'm like there are more birds <laughs> how many birds are there I know yeah. it's like it's crazy I did not know there are this many birds I did by happen chance Get, do you like how you use happen chance? I do like that. Was that in your like your little no, word of the day thing? No, it wasn't. I just you just said that. Managed to get the card with the galar, gala, which is an Australian bird, so you know. Yeah. Um, anywho, but that card was a good card. I didn't think I'll ever get that card again because there are so many bird cards out there, but that one did help me a lot. Yeah, being in Australia, you probably knew more birds than I did. Here in the U.S., we know bald eagle, uh-huh. pigeon, mm-hmm. stork, seagull. You knew cardinals too. Cardinals. There you go. Actually, I didn't until you said that. I wouldn't have. You wouldn't have known a cardinal? I would have known it, but not top of my head. Oh. Got those four birds. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what else. Yeah. Dove. There you go. The white pigeon. I just knew about galas because my parents have a beach house and they would be there. And there was also a cockatoo card, which I knew about because right. they would eat your house. So you didn't like those. And they're, they're, no. those were the two Australian birds I knew. Um but yeah, other than that, I didn't know any of the other Australian birds. But anywho. No, but yeah. it's, it was interesting to mm. see those. And um, what I liked best about Wingspan, I think, yes. was there were so many ways to win. I liked that too. Yes, absolutely. Because you're going one direction. Like you can do, you can get the eggs. The eggs mm-hmm. you put on there are, are points. Mm-hmm. And then also there is nesting more birds underneath yours. Which is what the Galak card allowed yeah, me to which do. Which was just... It was amazing. Yeah, and I kept question i'm like can she do that because there for a while she was having so many birds nested i think i had 15 cards under that because my last round of the game i didn't need to do anything else except hit that row right and so i could just work my way down the the line and then when i got to that card i could just nest two cards from the deck not from my hand from the deck every time and that's how i was able to do it it was that was a great i will never ever get that card again it's crazy that is amazing i guess trillion cards in there yeah but it's got all of those and also you can get the victory mm-hmm. points on the cards as well correct yes then there's also the objectives yes you know so you can and like you can, each round if you get that objective you get right. points yeah you can draw more objectives mm-hmm. so i was going down the objective route until the end and you realized it's not i'm not going to get there yeah and then there's also the fact that you want to fill your row yes because the more you fill each row yep the better ability you uncover there at the end yes and you want to do that, but if you focus on that too much, you don't hit your objectives, mm-hmm. you don't drop eggs. There are so many choices in this game. I also liked how each round you got one less bird to work with because you're putting it on the, the skull card of the round objective each time. So I like that too. By the end, you're having to do things really quickly because, you know, the first round you've got, what, is it eight birds? And by the end, you've only got... Maybe you have 12 birds and you have eight. I don't know how many birds you had to start with. But anyway, you do, you know, you take your bird and put it right. in the middle. I liked that. That made it kind of, you had to work quicker. It was good. You do. Yeah. And it was, and I mean, just so many directions to go. I really want to play it again. And I think it's great having all these expansions in there mm-hmm. because the same strategy won't work every time. No. Because it depends on which cards you get. And also. On what strategy um, you're going to have. 
your your game objective two cards too. They they you know you also have the game objective card that's right. secret. You've got that too. Add you know, and that's different too every time. So that. Like I said, you you were correct. There are so many different ways to win in this game and so many things you're thinking. It was a great game. And one thing I really liked is everything seemed to just go like clicked. Yep. You know, whether you're getting, you're placing a bird or whether you're getting eggs or whether you're getting the dice to get the food. Everything just, it all just was so smooth in how it worked. It worked really well together. Yeah. And um, I was going to say, I do regret, because I think at Gen Con we had an option to buy this game with all the all the Kickstarters in or something. And I do I really do want this game. I know Jacob has it. We can borrow it anytime. I do know that. But this is a great game. And I don't think there were Kickstarter exclusives. I'm not sure, though. But there are a lot of expansions. I feel like this is the one I'm just too far yeah. behind on. I know. but Kind of like Everdale. Right. So I'm... But Everdale, that being said, yeah. I may we may end up picking this up. Because it yeah. is that good. And for you that haven't played it, for yeah. you... 5% of gamers yes. that have not played. <laughs> Who are hiding on a rock like we were. That yes. or, or intentionally hiding under the rock yeah. and saying, I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to play it. Yeah. Play it. It's actually, it's, it's a, a really, really good game. It's a real, is it overhyped? It probably is. Yeah. Be, but it lives up to that hype. It does indeed. It's, yeah. That's a great, yeah. You know, it's that good. It's a great game. Yes. And I know it's kind of like worker placements, but I know there's a lot of worker placement games out there, but it just, it's a great game. And it's a good looking game. And I hate to say yes. it's a good looking game because that's like saying, ah, oh, she has a great personality. Yeah. You know, oh, I really like that book cover. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's, it's almost saying the game buy the game for the artwork. Yeah. That, that's always secondary to me. Yeah. But this is a great game with great artwork. Oh, absolutely. So it yeah. looks great on the table. And yeah. that is the only way I will care about a game's artwork is if it's also a good game. Yes. Otherwise, I might stick on the wall and say, look at a beautiful uh-huh. game up there. But if I want to play it, <laughs> I'm going to, it has to be a good game first. Yeah. This is a good game. It looks good. So I yep. I really think, yeah, if you haven't played it, yep. then play, play it. it. Yep. Do it. Absolutely. All right, so then another one off the shelf. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about Blockbuster. Yes, this is more. This is a more very. It's a more very simple game. It is. It is by Big Potato Games, and it is a movie game. Surprise, surprise! But you didn't get that. Guess that from the title of the game, right? No. <laughs> Anywho, um, it is a great game, and it's about. So you have uh, cards on it that have the name of a movie on it, right? And then you're in teams, and your job is to you'll get three cards, and you have to put one of the cards into the section where you describe that movie with one word. Yep. Then another section will be you have to describe that movie using a phrase. It can be a phrase from the movie or a made-up phrase. Yep, like a quote. Like a quote, quote, yeah. Right. Thank you. And then the other one is you have to, um, they have to guess the movie by your you acting it out, which I am terrible at that. Um, and that's really hard. But that is how you do it. And so it's a party game. It's, it's great. Yeah. And the way I, I always explain it in the three options they've got, and uh-huh. if like your movie was Lion King. Okay. You know, like if you were going to say one word, you could say Mufasa Simba. or Simba. Okay. They'd say Lion King. And if you could say a quote, and then you'd you'd say... Akuna Matata. Akuna Matata or whatever. Yeah. And then, of course, you had to act it out. You do the whole holding the baby yeah. up thing. We so, both did that at the same time, by right, the way. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, all three of those. Yes. And so you really choose what movie you could do that with. Yes. So you put them in there. Mm-hmm. And there's also, before that, there's a head-to-head and that's pretty much um, movies that take place in jail. And each person says it like Ernest goes to jail, hits it, and the next person has, I don't know, like 10 seconds to say another one. 
like the Green Mile. They hit it again. And you keep going back and Shawshank forth. Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank Redemption. They hit it and they keep going back and forth mm-hmm. until someone can't get it in that time. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. Um, one thing is people don't realize that it's so much harder to sit in that chair than be the yes. one behind them, behind them and yeah. stuff. It's really... It's easy to stuff. think of a thousand movies when it's not... You don't when have a minute to think of it. Yeah, there. yeah. Yeah, but it's it's really nice mm-hmm. the head-to-head. Um, we played with one one guy that didn't do the head-to-head, and I kind of missed the head-to-head. I liked it, but I will say the one thing I don't like about it is I do think it gives too much of an advantage to the person that wins. I completely agree. I played it... So you've played this game more than me. Yes. Um, but I have played this game twice, and the first time we did it with without the head-to-head, and so it was just team-based. You had a pile of cards you when it was your turn you would pick up the three cards and then do what you needed to do with it right um then the second time we did the head-to-head and you had to win the head-to-head to get any chance of getting any cards that you kind of knew yeah and i that was the hardest thing because you're getting movies that you don't know or the other person you know doesn't know and so they give you the crappy movies and you're left with kind of nothing that was kind of hard to kind of make up that yeah you can't really make that make that up because yeah. out of all these movies, there are a lot of, I mean, 80% that nobody has seen. Yes. And it's just these obscure, not not obscure, but obscure to you. Yeah. So normally people have seen, people have seen the same or at least heard of the same 10% of movies out there. Yeah. So when you look at those six cards, you're going to give them the three of ones that mm-hmm. either you have not heard of or you can't describe. describe. Yeah. You know, like Jaws, of course, you take a fin on your head. Yeah. You know, but some of these, it's like, I don't know how to explain yeah. that. Yeah. So... Like, for example, I had um, Fantasmic. Both times I played the game, I had Fantasmic. Fantasia. Fantasia. I'm sorry. Yeah, Fantasia. Um, And the first time I tried to describe it using one word, using Mickey Mouse, because I figured they would go through the list of Mickey Mouse movies. They didn't. Then the second time, because I was then like, how do you describe it? And someone said, say a broomstick. So the second time, I said broomstick. And people kept saying Harry Potter. So, you know, it is very hard when you're kind of trapped like that. It is. And that is one thing I would change. Yeah. Um, I would, I probably house rule now to where everyone gets three. Yes. You can I would just get three movies. I love movies. the head to head thing because it is fun to kind of rattle it's off so your fun. music, your, your movie knowledge, but it does, I think, just get your three cards and yeah, off move you on. Go. Or, yeah. yeah, I thought about four and then you have to, you discard one, but no, I think three. Yeah. You know, that way now, it is a little more difficult. I was on Big Potatoes um, website. Do you know there's a sequel to this? Really? Is it yes. called Netflix? Um, no, it is. <laughs> That, no, but that would be. How about great. Redbox? No, it's called it's called Blockbuster Returns. <gasps> I've seen that one. That's the one with DiCaprio. He's also Spider Man. <laughs> That's what I hear. Um, so Big Potato does. If you're not aware of them, they do some great party games. Out I like there. Big Potato. Yeah, I really do like their games. Um, so anyway, but yeah, they they have that out there. So yep. I just wanted to throw that out there. There's a sequel to Blockbuster. So, so. again, um, like I mentioned yeah. before, we mentioned every time getting these party games and stuff to have just in case you get the larger group is great. Or, also, or as a palate cleanser, as people say, or an yeah. icebreaker. If ice you do break, have yeah. eight, nine people at a night, you can do something like this first yeah. before you break apart. Absolutely. And this is it. Blockbuster is a great game. Yeah. So all right. Now also, this one is in the middle between off the shelf and off the press. But because it's about 2020, I think it came out. Uh-huh. But it's Sonora. Yes. Now, Sonora, it is not what you would think it is. When you see the box, it's just this desert, this cactus, this beautiful thing. And you're like, <laughs> what kind of game is this? And it's a flick and write. Yes. And that sounds very odd. It does. But it's it's a flick and write. So imagine 
Imagine if you're going to combine crokinole with that's so clever. Or flick of faith. Or flick, yeah, flick of faith mm-hmm. with that, that's so clever. But crokinole, because it has that circle in the middle. Oh, yeah. Where you flip it and mm-hmm. hit it. And I will say I liked this more than I thought I would. Me too. I really liked this game. I'm really bad at the games that have that cascading feature. Like you have to cross off so many things so you right. can get something else. And then once you get that, then you can go cross off something else. I'm very bad at those games because I don't think ahead that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how you acknowledge that. But yes, yeah. that is not my forte. <laughs> but I still do really like this game, even though I'm not very good at you know marking all the stuff off that I should be. But, yeah, like That's So yeah. Clever is great because mm-hmm. it does have that cascading. And towards the end of that game, you're marking off here. Then yeah. that makes you mark over here. Yeah. Here, here, which here, is here, awesome. Here. Yeah. yeah, which is like same with like Super Mega Fun Box. I think does yep. that too, or whatever. Mega Lucky Box. Uh, yeah, whatever it is, that big <laughs> name. But um, yeah, so this does that as mm-hmm. well, and it's really it. It kind of I got kind of um, can, you know, the rules are kind of like, well, this is the Fox area, this is the whatever, and that that kind of gets all crazy. I was like, oh, that's the Al area. Just ignore all that. Yeah. It's it's a flick and right. Yes. It's uh, I mean the theme is just taped on. I mean yeah. I don't even know why you're flicking a little circle on the corner of the board into um, four kind of parts of the square. Yep. And if you can't get it into the section that is closest to you, that you don't get anything if you get in that section. But the other three sections you would get. So if you land in. Um, one of the sections, then you'd be marking off a shape, or then you might be marking off some numbers in the hexagon areas, and then once you complete those hexagons, then you get, you know, some points there, and there's different things like that that you're doing. And then after your turn, or after it's been around once, you swivel the board around, so you're always trying to get a different kind of yes. part of the square. Which I gotta say, um, yeah. our guy Jacob brought to our game night, and... Yep. Misty kind of mentioned, she goes, ah, oh, be nice. We had a lazy Susan. And he goes, I yeah. have one in the, in the car. And I thought he was kidding, but he had a lazy Susan in the Correct, car. Correct. He did. And a, like a good lazy like Susan. Like a nice Like one. I was thinking it was like a little one, like you would see it at like a restaurant, but this was like a big lazy Susan. And I'm like, I, I, I asked why you had that. And he says, I always have it with me. And I'm like, what, what's happening right now? <laughs> this is, it, it didn't make any sense to He's me. He's always but, ready for a Chinese buffet. <laughs> yes. He, oh, we all are. Let's be <laughs> True. Yes, but um, no, it's it's like Sonora. It is like Crokinole, but then also I like the little mini games because each quadrant kind of gives you your own mini game where You're you get right. to cross things. I off. do like that too. Yes. And now the rules I think could be better written, mm-hmm. so it was kind of confusing. They kind of get caught up on their whole terminology and try to shove a theme into it. Just give me the rules on how to play the game because. You've got a good game here. Uh, yeah, we watched a video on how to play this game, and the first time watching the video, we were like, what? And then we watched it again, and then it made a little bit more sense, but it did take us a while. We were like, what is happening? It does It does bring up like a new... You know what hate drafting is, right? In games, whenever you draft a card just because you don't want someone else to have that yes, card. It doesn't yes. do you anything. These games bring up hate flicking. Yeah. And it's like, you just, you just yep. chaos flick to move everything out of the way. Uh-huh. And that is one thing I'm like, I hate hate flicking. I'm like, try to win the game. Yeah. It's, I think I hate it worse than hate drafting. Yeah. They'll just go crazy. And, That's one thing and they'll, they'll with do flick it. of faith. Yeah. And you don't mm-hmm. want to do, you don't want to do that. No. So that happens a lot in this. But anyway, so that's Sonora. I do like that game. Me too. I do think that hate flicking is kind of um, even out by the fact that if you're not careful, you'll get it in your own square if you, and then you lose points. So people right. are a little bit more cautious here. Yep. So. I agree with that. Yeah, which is a good thing. So, all right. So now yep. off the shelf, mm-hmm. we are going to review Lost Ruins of Arnak Expedition Leaders. Yes. 
And we have a love affair, which which, which I've mentioned before, uh-huh. with Lost Ruins of Arnak. Great played, game. Played it the first time at Mike and Cars before Gen Con. It was one of those games yep. they brought out and said, you got to try this. And just fell in love with it. Immediately bought it, and I think it was delivered at home when we got here. Mm-hmm. It was and waiting at the door for us to get back from Gen Con. It's, it's great. It's like deck building and worker placement, but so much more than that. Yes. I mean, without... I don't want to overstate this, but it seems like the culmination of board game mechanics for the last several year several years, and mm-hmm. it stays it has stayed streamlined somehow. I really, really like it. Oh, I love the first time I played this game. I'm like, this is a great game. I do like this game too. Also, has the way that there are multiple ways to win. Yep. Either you try and go up the ladder, the point ladder on the side. Or you can win by defeating all those monsters and getting all those cards too. There are multiple ways here to win. And I think this way, these are more balanced in all the different ways to win than something like Dune Imperium. Okay. I think Dune Imperium has one track that is easier to win than the other ones. Yep. This one has a lot of different ways to get there. And also, I like this because I'm a, I'm a sucker for anything Indiana Jones style. Yeah, I love like you all know. those archaeology, you know, exploring games. Like, I'm there. Right. From Ink and Gold to The Adventures. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> yes. that's all of those I really, oh, really absolutely. liked. absolutely. Yeah, they're all good. Now, mm-hmm. however, as much as I loved Lost Ruins, mm-hmm. I did feel like it was missing something. Mm-hmm. And I've been excited about this one since I've heard about it. Yeah, the the new expansion? Yes, yes. because it gives those beginner character powers. Yeah. It gives you a variability of choices when you choose your character instead of just a card that shows a different person. Yeah, I felt like it like added an extra level to the game. Yes. Something, you know, that you were just playing by yourself. Well, the first time you're playing, you're all kind of doing the same thing. You right. You know? Like, I know eventually you'll get different cards because you're buying different items and stuff like that. Yep. But this way, you know, like my lady that I had allowed me to, when I bought a card, I got to play it immediately and then I got to recycle that card and she let me do something else. I can't remember. But she was really helpful. Like, I really liked my lady. Yeah, your lady was very, very helpful. Yes. My guy, not so much. It was, he focused on gold and everything. Yes. Now, there You did are, get an extra worker you could place, though. So rather than the two, you got the three. I did. And yeah. the one thing that was weird, I love this expansion. Yes. And um, I will say, I think it's a must-have expansion, and mm-hmm. I can't imagine playing without it. Oh, I don't think I would ever play the base game without the expansion. No. To the point where I just think they're now just one game. It's now, yeah, Lost Ruins of Our Neck is just with this it expansion. Just, it, it, go, yeah. it goes together seamlessly mm-hmm. where it doesn't feel like an expansion. It feels like it should have been there in the first place. Yes. Now, which is how expensive should be, by the way. I will say, though, <laughs> I've won all the other games of Lost Ruins of Arnak except for this one. And this one, I did not just lose, I got trounced. <laughs> I got whooped so bad in this. Yeah. And I think it was because the character power just threw me off. He was so specific in what he needed to do yeah. that. I was You were focusing with, on that rather than the points. And, yeah. yeah. Well, I was focused on the mm-hmm. other way to win before, but you got to really play your character. Yes. Whatever character you get. And I'm not sure how balanced the starting characters are. Now, time will tell. And I know they've done a lot of R&D going into mm-hmm. this, so I'm, I think they're more balanced than they seem now. But, I mean, I got... It was almost laughable that people were like, oof, and I got... Trounced. We were all in the 70s and you were in the 40s, right? Oh, yeah. I yeah. was barely in the 40s because <laughs> I discovered a couple more. And I got, man. Yeah. So, but I loved it. Yeah. And I'm going to try to figure it out a bit yep. more. And I think it adds that extra element to the game that mm-hmm. it is, is needed in yeah. Lost Ruins of Arnak. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah, no, this, I think the, the expansion was just so nice. Out of that little extra something, it yep. was a really good, a great game. Uh, this was always a great game, but it's just made now a better game. Yeah, I yeah. think it is It is a must-have. If you have Lost Ruins, if you enjoy it yep. at, at all. Mm-hmm. If you don't have Lost Ruins, play it. If you like that type of archaeology-type mm-hmm. games or worker placement, whatever, it's really, really yep. good. It's one of those that seems confusing at first, but once you start doing it, it's it's really nice. Yeah, by the second round, you're figuring out, okay, I've got to put my player there to get this, to put my other player there to do this. I've got this. Right. Yep. I did do a couple of things wrong, of course. You know, oh, I it's always use, the way. It's always, yeah. So yep. I did that. I think that did not help me with my score. <laughs> Maybe. However, mm-hmm. I do think this is one you guys should definitely look at and pick up. Yep. It's one of the best expansions. And it's 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 a must-have, which is rare yeah. for me to say for expansions. Yeah. Most of the time, expansions are great to have, but not needed. No. This one, you definitely need it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a needed. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we, we're not going to review Dinosaur Island yet. Nope. Um, Dinosaur, Dinosaur World. Dinosaur World, because mm-hmm. several people have emailed us, because we did say we played it last podcast, mm-hmm. and we weren't ready to review it yet. No. Because we do want to play with the other three expansions and see what we like. And we're going to do a compare and contrast yep. with that in Dinosaur Island. Yep. For as you guys know, Dinosaur Island is one of our favorite games. We love great game. it when it hits the table. Mm-hmm. It's great. So how does this one stack up? Mm-hmm. Which one are we going to like better? I don't know. Yep. We're going to try to play them both and figure out. Dulosaur will stay, of course. Oh, of course. That's a great two-player mm-hmm. game. But like Dinosaur Island will go, will be hopefully... I don't know, Dinosaur Island or Dinosaur World. Either one. I, I don't know. We'll, nope. Again, we'll Stay go through Stay tuned. We'll, yep. we'll let you know. And then next up on our table that are going to be reviewed soon, uh, we're playing this week. Um, oh, we, we're gonna, well, we'll review this one later. We're yeah. going to talk about this one, but we're getting kind of long. I try to keep them to 30 minutes. We're at 40 right now. Whoa. Okay. But this week, we're also going to play Detective Season 1. Mm-hmm. Detective is one of those games I loved when we yep. got it at mm-hmm. Gen Con. And at Gen Con, we played... The quick, like, Gen Con... The Con scenario. The Con mm-hmm. scenario. The short one. Yep. Never came back out. No. Loved the game. Yeah. Keep buying stuff for it and have not hit the table. So we're going to we're gonna hit Detective Season 1. Add order that yep. big whiteboard, everything, and do that. We've also had plans this week to play Box 1 and Final Girl, too. Yes. And so far, those plans have not come to fruition. So hopefully this week we'll be able to steal some time and get that done. Yeah, we're going to do Box 1 and Final Girl probably tomorrow. Separate rooms, because yep. I can't be around. She's going to nope. play Box 1 first. And I don't think I could be near her because no. there are Which some I'm very interested in to see how I'm going to do in box one because it's Me puzzly. <laughs> Me too. That's no. going to be a lot of fun right there. Yeah. I know. I was thinking maybe we should record it, you know? And I was like, no. No. no oh, no. that would be a, the best live stream ever. <laughs> Having no, her fumble terrible. through box one. Yeah. I mean, I think Neil Patrick Harris would probably be like, he'd cry. When, when he sees <laughs> he'd be like, what why are you butchering do. my game? Yeah. It yes. would not make any sense. No. And um, Radlands, we're going to play too. Mm-hmm. That I've heard some good things. And also, I got a Kickstarter called Duke of Nukes. Yes. I saw, you watching, I saw this the other It's day. a very yeah. cute type of quick card yep. game. And it's funny how when you're on Kickstarter, it's nice where you can see what other people back. And my friends are always, like, I have gamers and I have some friends that are magicians in, in the entertainment world with uh-huh. me. And very rarely do we cross over and back <laughs> the same yeah. thing. Unless I'm back in like a magic product project yeah. or something. Yeah. But in this one, I've got a buddy who's a magician in Chicago. And I saw that he also backed Duke of Nukes. Really? And I'm like, what? And I almost wanted to call him. This guy, we talk on a daily basis mm-hmm. about magic and uh, entertainment, mm-hmm. but never games. I'm like, why would he back this random Duke of Nukes that made like $10,000? It's so bizarre. But wow. um, I don't well, know. I haven't mentioned it to him yet. So 
Yeah, so Duke of Nukes. That's I'm excited about trying that one. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That's going to be a good one. It'll be mm-hmm. good. So again, if you guys are going to be anywhere in the area, if you're in South on Florida or whatever, February 5th, mm-hmm. come on down here, see us at Game of the Gulf Coast. Yep. We're probably going to record a lot of stuff there too. Maybe hopefully do some interviews or mm-hmm. get a lot of games played. And if you are not following us on Instagram or YouTube, please do that. And also, please like. Yes, help the, us get up. What is it? The Instagram. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we want to. We want to take on Cristiano Ronaldo as the number one Instagram. I don't even know who that is, but you soccer, know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, what, yeah. <laughs> but no, um, go to mainlygames.com and we have a link tree there that has everything. But um, also, please like and comment on the podcast mm-hmm. so that we know you guys are out there. We love getting your emails and everything. So anyway, that is it for right now. And we will definitely review a lot more next week. We have several that we're just, we have to play one more time before we come out with it. So close. Yes. But again, you can email us at show at Mm mainlygames.com. That is show at mainlygames.com. Nice. So all right, Mm -hmm. guys. Hey, thanks for listening. See you next time. All right. Bye. Bye.